I'm, do you want me to repeat it? <laughs> you don't. You don't have to. <laughs> I just Missed know that. Opportunity. I know. If I was just a little bit faster on the record button, there was magic that happened just before I hit the button that nobody is ever gonna get to take part in. No, sorry. Not sorry. Maybe, That's fine. Maybe sorry. Maybe someday it'll happen again organically. Yeah. It's no be pesticides. Yeah. Right. Certified. Put a stamp on it. Ah, February's tomorrow. That organic opening. Stamped it. Glug, 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 glug. Yeah, February is tomorrow. Yeah. The whole first month of 2021 is gone. I felt like it took forever. It was both a very long and a very short month at mm-hmm. the same time. Like... There was points in the month where it was like, man, I can't believe it's only X day in January. And then I feel like I got to like January 27th and I was like, holy shit, it's January 27th. <laughs> How did we get here? Yeah. Short month. Hey. Sort of. I mean, it's like a couple days. Oh, for February? Yeah. Yeah. Valentine's Day. Yep. You know, that the holiest of holidays. Yeah. Will you be my Valentine? You're asking me on the podcast? Mm-hmm. You're just going to put me on the spot like that? <laughs> yeah. God, that's rude. Just put me on the spot. You don't have to answer right now. Okay, I'll be your Valentine. Okay, thank you. Okay. Mm-hmm. Who's going to be Bert's Valentine? Us. Us. And the dogs. Okay. That sounds good. They'll be our Valentines too. I'm sure that there's a really long, complicated history for Valentine's Day, but it I really- It was a massacre. I think the I think the massacre was named because of Valentine's Day, not. Well, you never know. History's crazy. <laughs> I don't think Valentine's Day became a day because of a massacre. No, I don't know anything about it. <laughs> well, maybe cherubs and Cupid will shoot you in the butt with an arrow. Candy cards. I just picture it being like the whole De Beers campaign for diamonds. Like diamonds are a girl's best friend. And then that just evolved into every woman needs a diamond ring. Like nothing else is acceptable. Like is there just clever marketing behind Valentine's Day that's like let's sell cards, flowers, and chocolates? I feel like that's Sweetest Day for sure. Yeah, but I think Sweetest Day is like a regional thing though. I, I bet there are people in the country that don't know what Sweetest Day is. I didn't know what Sweetest Day was until we were like, yeah, we're getting married on this day. And people are like, Sweetest Day? Oh, lovely. I remember it like in school, like talking about Sweetest Day because it was a day for the couples. Well, the couples, but I mean like the uh, horticulture class would sell carnations and stuff that oh, you could like have Horticulture deli- class. Yeah. We're a rich school. <laughs> Fuck off. You didn't have a swimming pool though, fuckers. We didn't. No. The the freaking farmers had a swimming pool, um, but yeah, I mean it was it was just another day to sell flowers and like another reason that you had to buy a card or chocolates, chocolates. or chocolates like some chocolates. Yeah, I none of those holidays have ever meant anything to me, um, and I mean we've never really been huge on celebrating those. I mean we celebrate Sweetest Day now. If our wedding day yeah. falls on it, but otherwise it's just like, hey, it's Sweetest Day. Right. We don't know until <laughs> that day. Like, oh. Or the day after. And uh-huh. we're like, hey, yesterday was Sweetest Day. Candy's on sale. Hey. Yeah. But then it's all the crappy candy. It's like uh, 
the cinnamon heart shaped candies and like mm. the what are the the little heart shaped ones? They're like chalky. Oh, the conversation hearts. Yeah, but don't they have like a name? I thought they were just conversation. I have no idea. Oh, because I like the the variety of a box of chocolates, but I only like to. You need a key. Oh, I need a key. And also, even if I have a key, I will still take a bite of each one to see if I really like it. Because really, the chocolate's not very good. Like, just hit me up with a big cup in a Milky Way. You know what I mean? Deal. I'll get a heart-shaped box and just fill it with Milky Ways and Reese's Cups. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Okay, candy companies. Why have you not just made a Valentine assortment box that is just your candies? I mean... That seems like a brilliant idea. That would sell like hotcakes. I feel like it, it, it's like the, the assortment bags that you get on Halloween, but they're mm-hmm. already unwrapped and they look like fancy little chocolates. Yeah. Or even just put the fun sized ones in that, a heart. That's what I was thinking. Yeah. Is like the, the, is it fun size or mini size? Like, isn't there one that's smaller than the other? Anyways, the ones that are like the size of a candy in a box of chocolates. Mm-hmm. I feel like it's a billion dollar idea. Sure. Copywritten. Don't yep. steal that. TM. <laughs> Heard it here first. That's a good idea. We we could just make it ourselves. We'll just well, yeah. We'll just make our own. It's like you can three D print the insert insert. Yeah, yeah. Water to my uh, Etsy shop. Yeah, that's not yet made. <laughs> we talked about it. Talked about it. Talked about it a couple times. Well, now we have another idea. Done. Done. It's only really important one time a year. That portion of but it. But I could decorate the top and that could be your birthday card. And we could make it acceptable oh, for yeah. all occasions. That's true. I guess a box of chocolates could just be a square. It doesn't I, I guess I was picturing like a heart shaped box. Yeah. Could be. You know. Could be a broken heart. You could send it to an ex lover. And it's just like shit flavored candies. Oh, I mean it would still be regular. No, they're your ex lover. Fuck them. Maybe You're trying to get back with them? Yeah. So you send them a, a broken heart? Yeah, you broke my heart. So have get some chocolate. Back with me. <laughs> There's more where this came from. Wink. I have the other half at my house. If you want to stop by later. Yeah. Ooh, Ooh. I'll sell a broken heart. Uh huh. So you're like, wait, you broke my heart, and then I'll also sell one with glue and like em. I said emerald, Elmer's glue. Uh huh. Like a card of that, and like they can send that back. Like, oh, I'm mending it with some chocolate. We'll workshop it. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I'm just, I'm just spitballing here. Yeah, no, I like it. I, yeah. I, I like the ideas. I like where we're headed. Snap it, snapping them out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, I don't know what to I, – I, I feel optimistic for this year, but I also don't know what I'm looking forward to, like going into February. You know what I mean? I don't think it'll be February, but I'd like to go out into the world someday. Yeah. Yeah, like a nice date night would be pretty pretty awesome. Because mm-hmm. we started watching what's it, Hell's Kitchen on YouTube. Uh, Kitchen Nightmares. Kitchen Nightmares. So it's like it looks like it was filmed with a potato because it was that yeah. long ago. Yeah. I think the one was like 2007. Mm-hmm. And you and when you think about it, it's like 2007 wasn't that long ago. And then you're like, it's 14 years ago. And you're like, oh, my God, 2007 mm-hmm. can almost drive. Yeah. Ugh. Like kids born in 2000 can mm-hmm. legally drink this year. Mm-hmm. Crazy. Wild. I saw that on the internet and I went, no. You're not allowed to drink yet. You're still a baby. Mm-hmm. But I also, I guess it's an interesting thought. Like I, 
I don't feel my age. Like my body at times feels my <laughs> age, if not older. But like mentally, I don't feel like I'm 30. No, yeah. I feel like the teens, like the 20 teens just never happened. Yeah. Like I almost got like I got to 2008, graduated, and then now it's present time. Eight and maybe it's based off of like um checkpoints in life and maybe that's the way way i'm thinking of it but like you and i met in 2010 so i feel like the like 2010 is the last big calendar year Mm -hmm. like no that was like last year yeah that was it it's 2011 what do you mean um and of course we've celebrated we've been married we've had a child like there's been a lot of awesome things that have happened since 2010 but 2010 is like my mental checkpoint of, mm-hmm. no, that's where I'm still at. Yeah, 2010 and then 2020 when Bert was born. And it's like, yeah, if you can, happened If you between. could like pause yourself at any age, is there an age that you would choose to, like for your body to remain at forever? Okay, wait. I would say January 13th of 2021 because <laughs> I was the fittest and i have had ever been <laughs> okay <laughs> just a couple weeks ago <laughs> all right that's fair because yeah i don't know i mean i feel like it starts like my body sometimes it betrays me but yeah damn you pizza companies food poisoning those bastards yeah we had food poisoning last week yeah well, we can talk about that in a minute mm-hmm. let's finish this this topic <laughs> yeah because i felt like you know i had worked out consistently pretty consistently for six months and yeah. I lost all the weight that I was supposed to for my weight goal. And I felt like I was looking right. Yeah. And then I kind of threw that into a dumpster since then, but Hey, Hey, you got to get back on the horse you know sometime. Yeah. February. Here we are. Here we are. February. You know? Short month. Start, start again. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. If you're going to set any goals, February is the month to do it yeah, because then it's like, Hey, you're really like, you know, gaining three days on your challenge. Uh-huh. What would you say? Um, I feel like my early twenties is too young. I still had a lot of like inexperience at that point. Not that I'm like some wise old man, but I felt like I still had a lot of growing up to do. Um, mid twenties doesn't feel old enough. So I guess like 27 or 28, I feel like, I feel like 27 or 28 is like when you just start to feel like you've got an idea of how things are starting to operate. You don't have a grasp on anything. I still don't have a grasp on anything, <laughs> but it, it's like that point when you're like, okay, I, th- I think I'm starting to like, you're, you're staring at one of those paintings on the wall that is an abstract painting. But if you look at it long enough and cross your eyes a little bit, there's an image. <gasps> Did you ever have a poster like that? I had books that had stuff oh. like that in it. I actually think I've got a yearbook, um, like an elementary school yearbook from the 90s that has one of those on the front of it. I had a poster. I had dolphins on it. But it, So the metaphor is that you're starting yeah, yeah. to get an idea of what that image uh-huh. looks like. They're so cool. People are probably like, I don't know what the fuck they're talking about. Yeah, the younger crowd. Uh-huh. Uh, but yeah, I, I guess like when I say that I'm 30 now or like when your age starts with a three – I feel like people start to look at you differently 
You're at a different. You're in a different point in life. Thirty yeah. is an adult. Mm-hmm. I'm almost gonna be thirty-one. Like I don't feel like if you're in your twenties, you're not an adult yet. You're a post-teenager. Mm-hmm. You know, there's preteens. You're a post-teen. And like a pre-adult. A pre-adult. Yeah, sure. Whichever pers- mm-hmm. half full, half empty. Whichever way you want to look at it. Mouse in the elephant house. Sure. But. Yeah, I I think 20 is, like, your time to fuck off and, like, figure out life a little bit. And I think people expect you at 30 to have your shit together and, like, have a plan, Um, which is, like, a scary deadline. I think a lot of people keep in their heads. Like, at one point, you know, for us, it was, like, man, by 30, we got to start having kids. And it's, like, I don't like that timeline. Like, I want to feel like we are ready, not just working against a clock. And I think if there's one thing that everybody should know, it's that nobody has any fucking idea what they're doing. Nope. Not a clue. We're all blind people just trying to find the cheese in the maze. Most of us are never going to work our way through that maze. (laughs) So just get comfortable feeling your way through it. I was watching the bars when Frank snores, because I feel like he's exceptionally loud tonight. He's not even really. I mean, I'm sure you can hear him, but it's it's not really even registering that loud. I think it's just you on me on my mic. It is. That's always been the case. You got that voice that carries. Yours picks up on mine too. No, it doesn't. Shit, it does. All right, whatever. Whatever. But yeah, we had food poisoning. That was pretty great. Yeah, it was. Uh... That was awful. I th- I feel like food poisoning has got to be one of the worst ways of being sick. Because, like, if you have a cold, you can take medicine for it, and it's like, you'll feel, you'll still have a cold, but you'll feel a little bit better. Uh, you know, if you have, if you're really sick, you can go to a doctor and they can prescribe you something. Mm-hmm. If you got food poisoning. You just fucked. You just kind of flush the system, man. You got to ride that fucking tornado until it's done. <laughs> Because it's like you couldn't keep anything. I got sick first. Yeah. It It was was hot and heavy. It was strange because we weren't sick at the same time. Yeah. It manifested differently. Yep. Trigger warning. Yeah. Because I got up. If you have a queasy stomach, you might want to skip forward like 15 minutes in this podcast. (laughs) I don't know. Because I just woke up and I was like, oh, I'm hot. Yeah. It was like 2 a.m. Yeah. And I got up, went to the bathroom, yacked, and then... You know, it was literally, it was 2.30 because I remember I woke up at the 30 hour until 6.30 because I was like, I'd, you know, do my thing, come back, take a sip of water, like, oof, here we go. But I was like, I would sweat my ass off and then I would come back to bed ice cold. Like, I don't think I was ever that cold in my whole life. And like it just repeated and then I called off work. Like I was working from home that day. Yeah. And it's like, I can't work like this. Yeah. Like that's how bad it was. Cause normally whatever. If you're sick and you're working it from home, who cares? Right. But like, uh, I slept a lot. I had a headache the whole day. And then you got sick towards the afternoon. Yeah, it was weird because I woke up feeling fine and like I started working, was doing good, you know, checked on you a couple times because you were pretty much just laid out on the couch the whole day. And it was like middle of the day, like almost noon. I just like, I couldn't sit. Like I felt like the room was spinning. 
it was just awful. And like you said, I started that like hot and cold cycle of like, I'm on fire. Mm -hmm. I'm freezing. I remember at one point I had like a hoodie, sweatpants, a blanket, a robe. Like I was buried underneath blankets and I just couldn't get warm. Um, it was terrible. And then we still had to take care of Bert afterwards. Yeah. And luckily you were feeling a little bit better by the afternoon Mm -hmm. that you could cover because like, By the afternoon, I was out, and then I actually still felt terrible the next day where you were actually feeling better. Mm -hmm. Like, I slept terribly that night. Um, I don't know how I managed to get through work on on Tuesday because I just felt like I got hit by a truck. Mm -hmm. We were just so tired. Well, you're super dehydrated, and yeah, it was – So we'll never go there again. Yeah, I don't want to necessarily blast anybody. I think we may have talked about what we had for dinner on last week's podcast. I don't remember because this is the second time it's made me like violently ill. Yeah, we will never uh, partake in said Mm-mm. said establishment ever again. No. It's just like when everybody's favorite fast food Mexican place got me very, very sick and I didn't eat said Mexican place for like eight months or something like mm-hmm. that. I refused because <laughs> I got Which was probably sick. good for me because I would eat. You would. You still went there without me? A couple of times, but very rarely. I don't, I don't crave said fast food establishment the way you do. I'll say it. I'm going to say it. Say it. I would fuck up Taco Bell any day of the week. Yeah, it just doesn't have that draw for me. It's that beefy five-layer burrito without beans. That's what really gets to me. It's that cheese. It's the sour cream. It's the shitty meat. One thing that everybody should know about Lindsay is that (laughs) all you need as a restaurant is one condiment that she just adores, and it will be her favorite food. Basically, if you have good ranch, Uh good mayonnaise, Uh and good sour cream, Uh I'm there for you. And if you'd notice uh, any one thing about those three condiments is that they are all the whitest of the white condiments. <laughs> yeah. okay. If you have tasty white condiments, my wife would <laughs> love to partake. I mean, I like barbecue sauces too. <laughs> the three things that you named though were sour cream, ranch. Yeah. And mayonnaise. And mayonnaise. Five guys, mayonnaise. Uh huh. Is delicious. See, and that's the funny thing is like you'll talk about a restaurant and you don't talk about the 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 whole thing. The the, I, the meal. The meal. It's just there. You're like, man, five guys mayonnaise. Just put that shit in a cup. Uh huh. Oh, I would cover the, myself in mayonnaise. The sour cream from Taco Bell. Just it's just different. Fill it up. Oh, the ranch from Texas Roadhouse. Like, give me seven yeah, of those. They have good ranch. Lots of places, they're like, oh, homemade ranch, but they put too much dill in it. Keep your dill away from my ranch because I don't want it. I want your white sauce, but I don't want your dill. Exactly. Fair. Keep that dill away from me. (laughs) Disgusting. Yeah. You you love the condiments. I just, the only fast food place that I will frequent, unless we're calling Chipotle fast food, I guess it's kind of fast food. Yeah. Uh, is Wendy's. And I know that there's a ton of people that hate Wendy's, which I've never understood. Like, out of all the fast food burger places. Oh, I'd And Wendy's. we don't have, like, a Shake Shack or an In-N-Out here. Mm-hmm. We're in the Midwest. That doesn't happen but here. But we tried In-N-Out. 
somewhere we were. Arizona. Arizona, yeah. And it was just like. It was okay. It was just the burger. It was fine. It was like a. Five Guys is like still the, yeah. the king of, of burger places. Because but... In-N-Out felt like a cheap Swenson's. And Swenson's it's like a cheap Five Guys. Well, and Swenson's is also regional. So yeah. it's, you know. <laughs> Whatever. If you're not around us, sorry. Come visit Ohio and try yeah, a Swenson's. Try a Swenson's. Try a Swenson's. Uh, it's a drive-in. It's kind of fun. You can yeah. like park and they bring the stuff to your car and they can like hang a tray on your window. It's a good mm-hmm. time. They're pretty quick. Um, but yeah, I like. Yeah, Wendy's I, is better than like McDonald's. Well, I've just like over the years, I've just fallen further and further away from really liking fast food, and it's not even like uh, I I won't eat that quality of food. It's just like it's never appetizing it for hurts me. My tummy. Oh yeah. Like I had, I remember I was like, you know what sounds good? I might have been pregnant. I don't remember. I was like a Burger King burger because I'm in high school. Oh, I thought you were about to say a croissant sandwich. A croissant sandwich. I love them, and I don't care if they make me shit. They are delicious. <laughs> you know what time it is? Croissant time. <laughs> Chicken fries. Chicken fries. That's like. Just one of the many Burger King commercials that we'll quote to each other on a Forever. frequent basis. <laughs> yeah. Because I was like, I remember in high school, I would get like a Whopper. And I remember it being so good because the cheese was good. I always liked a Whopper. Like I liked that fake flame broiled yeah. taste. That's what I, I never meet your heroes basically is yeah. what this was. Because sure. I went, it was lunchtime. I got what I normally got. It was like a Whopper with cheese, mayonnaise and tomato only. Classic. And it was so fucking disgusting. That reminds me of when we went and got our marriage license. Yes. And we uh, we parked at a McDonald's mm-hmm. because... Uh, downtown street parking is well, awful. Well, downtown street parking was awful, but like half the street parking was closed because mm-hmm. they were doing construction. The parking garage was, uh, I think, closed or it was like restricted parking for only like workers. Yeah, something. So we parked at McDonald's and we were like... You were just like, let's just park there. And I was like, I think we have to be patrons. So we went in and bought a burger. A McDouble. And we were walking down the street, and I can't remember who bit into it first, but it was disgusting. It was was so dry. The patties were like tissue paper thin. And I just remember we both like spit it out, threw it in the bag, and just dumped it in a trash can. I'm pretty sure that's the last time I've had McDonald's. Uh, it's definitely not the last time I've had McDonald's, but I fucking love McGriddles. They were like my, yeah, they're just so greasy. It's, it's not even something that I want all the time. It's just that I want, I want it once a year. I just want a greasy ass McGriddle. Yeah. Cause I'd rather have uh croissant much. Yeah. And I like the hash browns at McDonald's too. Oh, eh, I don't really. I can leave those too. And you know, but as a kid, it was like McDonald's or Burger King or any fast food was like, oh man, I need that in my life right now. Because I was, remember, like, we rode the bus, mm. and on the rare occasion, mom would take us to school, and when she would take us to school, we got to stop at Burger King and get croissant sandwiches. And this was back when they were two for two twenty two. Isn't that still the deal? Mm-mm. They're like four dollars now, four forty four, I think. Yeah, inflation. It's old. awful. Back in my day, <laughs> gas was only ninety eight cents, and you can get two sandwiches for two dollars and twenty two cents. Yeah. Damn. 
So yeah, like so there was that like her taking us to school was like always kind of a treat because the bus sucked. We got yeah. picked up first on the oh, route. So you got the whole ride. We got dropped off first, but we got picked up first. Yeah, yeah, because we, yeah, I mean, we got fast food plenty of times. It wasn't like it was a super rare occasion, but I just remember like as a child lusting after a Happy Meal, mm-hmm. wanting that red box with those golden arches on top and. Oh, the little get, fairy that went, that's yeah, fun. Get, getting the toys out. And it was always themed around some television show mm-hmm. or movie or whatever. They got cheaper with age, let's be honest. They were way cooler when we were kids. Um, but, yeah, it's like anymore I just I don't want fast food. No, just, I just Wendy's. And even with Wendy's, it's like. Okay, yeah, that's convenient right now. It's never like, oh, man, I would fuck some Wendy's up. We're like five guys, and maybe it's because we don't have it that much. It's like we get five guys, and it's like, man, that was a treat. Mm -hmm. Well, it's like, I'll just say it's so far away. It's 20 minutes away-ish. Which is far for us. Which is far. Because, like, oh, we have to go all the way there. There's lots of people. Yeah. And that we were like this before the panning happened. Yeah. It's like there was just so much traffic. Yeah. And it's like, ugh. Depending on what time you go mm-hmm. and if it's the weekend or a weekday. Go, going up by the mall. Yeah. Like, fucking forget it. And then, like, now, especially with Bert, it's, like, it's a process to, like, mm-hmm. load her up and load her stuff up. And, like, everybody gets in the car. You drive 20 minutes out there. You order your food. You wait 10, 15 minutes for it to get made. You have to eat it. Mm-hmm. Now you've been gone from the house for an hour. And now baby needs something of right. some sort. Because, like, you have to make sure you feed her and change her right before you go. Because right. you have about an hour and Timer a half, starts. two hours yeah. before she's going to be hungry again. And now that she's, we've been, you know, feeding her more real foods, not super consistently, but she's like, what you got? Because I want that. Yeah, right. Yeah, and I I think, especially you, I think you might have broken me a little bit is because, like, now that I have somebody that can cook good food Thanks. in my life, I don't want cheap, shitty food. I want, like, if I want tacos, I want you to make me, like, enchiladas or something like that. The enchiladas are good. Or, like, if I wanted a burger, like, I would rather grill a burger myself. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it, it's like, I feel like. You get fast food is like a, you don't have any time. You need to put something in your body. You get fast food. Right. I don't like, feel like cooking when I get home from work. So it's like, look, let's just, I'll feed the baby. You go get Wendy's whatever. and right. then we'll just call it a night. Where I feel like almost any time we try to make the equivalent of whatever we would get from a restaurant, we end up liking it better. Mm-hmm. So it's just always, the hardest part is just doing it. The convenience of fast food yeah. is what the is the draw, yeah, right? For sure. Ugh, not this week though. Our first week goal of February is to not eat out. Well, it's it's no spend. The goal was no spend. I said that initially. You did. Fine. No you, spend first week of February. Hey, you said it. I did. I'm just following your prompt. <laughs> so yeah. We'll see how it goes. Yeah. We'll report back next week. Lots of cereal for dinner. (laughs) Which isn't true because I only have one more bowl of cereal left. Oh, no. I told you we needed groceries. And you're like, no, we've got plenty. Well, like meal meals. Meal meals. Cereal is a meal meal. What you mean? I got one meal meal with the cereal. All right. Well, 
Sucks to be you. I know. I have oatmeal. This is fine. It'll be fine. Oatmeal. Meal. <laughs> oatmeal. Yeah. No spend. First week of February. Yeah, we'll see. Go team. Yeah. I don't know. I'm already struggling. We're not even there yet. Because I just know that like Tuesday night, you're going to get home from work. Fuck, Tuesday? I'm talking tomorrow, Beach. I'm going to come home tomorrow and be like, ugh. Oh, I kind of pictured that like at least the first day of the challenge, you'd be like, this is my plan for dinner. I thought about like a salmon on a salad. Okay. Sure, the, I say that now, uh-huh. but tomorrow I'm going to be like, you know what doesn't sound good? Salmon salad. on a salad. Because fuck lettuce. Yeah, pretty much. I'm on lettuce strike most of the time. Yeah. So right now I'm saying we're going to have salmon for dinner on a salad. Sure. So little baby birdie can have some, some salmon. salmon. Sure. We'll see. TBD. TBD. So I was looking for uh, things for us to talk about as we do. Um, and the idea came up of it. So the, the prompt was if we met today, would we be together? But I think to get to that answer, it's kind of who would we be today? Had we not met each other and would we still want to be with each other? So who would you be today? Had we not met, uh, 10 almost 11 years ago because i know i've joked about it before and i was like i'd probably be in a ditch somewhere just living the dream like a bridge troll sure well because like i remember before we started recording it was like you know how have we changed since we've been together because we've spent a third of our lives together Uh uh-huh over that now like our whole adult life we've been together yeah what we just called our pre-adult we've been together our whole pre-adult life (laughs) right so it's like i don't know because i know we've said before like well we've said i've said like i'm a self-proclaimed asshole before we met and then it was just like all of a sudden i wasn't i mean i i got better i was still kind of an (laughs) asshole but taper off you just put up with me long enough where i was like oh i probably shouldn't be an asshole anymore I don't know. Like, it just didn't feel like I felt invincible, I guess, as you do as a 20-year-old. Yeah. Like, there weren't any consequences. I had my, I was like, my whole life's ahead of me, whatever. Mm-hmm. You know, you know, I'd still be, have all my student loans. Frank was just making some weird noise. Um, He's just sleeping with his eyes open, <laughs> as he does. Yeah. Like, you know, just paying the minimum amounts. I mean, fuck, I was still in college back then. Mm-hmm. So it's like, I probably would have flunked out of college. I was going to say, if we're honest, really the only reason I think you finished college is mm-hmm. because when we got engaged, I said we would not get married until you finished mm-hmm. school. Because I even went to my my advisor. Yeah. And I was like, look, if you don't help me, I'm done with this shit. Because at that point, you know, I transferred schools. I switched majors so many times. I couldn't pass genetics because that guy was a douchebag. I thought it was chemistry. Well, that too. Because chemistry took me a couple times, regular chemistry. And then I passed that and went to organic chemistry. And I was like, at first I was like, oh my God, I get it. First test came. I didn't get it. <laughs> Apparently I didn't. Yeah. I thought I did. And I was just like, I stopped going. Mm-hmm. Because I was like, I felt so far behind. And of course, like, 
I was in class with like nursing majors and they're like, this, I get it. This just makes sense to me. Yeah. I mean, from what little I remember of chemistry from high school, I remember OCHEM being, I mean, we did a very small portion yeah. of OCHEM, but I remember liking that portion. Okay. Cause but, I'm pretty sure I took chemistry and organic chemistry in high school and I still sucked at it. Yeah. And like, I had a really good GPA. I think I passed with a C and I think even mom was like, good job. Right. Cause it's like chemistry. Just, I never got it. Yeah. But it's like, yeah, I probably would have failed out of college. Still have all my student debt, just paying the minimum balance. Cause it's like, it was like 20 bucks. Which might have been an exaggeration. It was well. It was like twenty bucks per loan. Yeah, and you had so it was like a hundred dollars a month for student loan payments, and I was like, "This is fine, like no big deal." Right. And like, I think it was like an income-driven repayment plan at that point. So it was like, "Oh, I don't make anything, so I won't pay anything. It's fine." Right. So it's like, I wouldn't be. Very far. Where was I? I don't even remember where I was working. Walmart. When we met? Yeah. Yeah. Don't think I'd still be at Walmart, but probably working some not super great job with a shit attitude, dealing with the same shit relationships that I was fostering back then. So I don't think I would have been... Do you think you would would have been dating a bunch of different people? Do you think you would have found somebody? I think probably eventually. Yeah. Because, like, I mean, like, I, I guess you would call it dating, like, or talking to, I guess is what we called it back then. Like, talking to several different people. Like, nothing was serious. It was all, you know, just, like, having fun, I guess. So, it's like, I'm sure I would have found somebody yeah but whether that was a quality relationship or not i'm gonna guess probably not because i had a lot of toxic relationships back then and it's like like i said you know i was an asshole too so it wasn't just them right but it was like putting up with that unhealthy relationship because it was comfortable right is what i felt like it was And you don't think, like, you'd progress in a career path or anything? I mean, I've always wanted, like, more, like, even back then. But it's like, I guess even now I don't know what that – I don't have an end goal because I don't know what that is. Sure. But it's like, I always wanted more. I just don't know if I would have known how to get there. So then what – have I changed in you to make you not that person? I think I've learned more patience, I think. Who, me? Was it from having a baby? <laughs> <laughs> yes. I've only gotten that in the last eight months. But, like, I don't know. Like, I felt like there's more, like, instead of, like, this is going to be a stupid analogy. So, like, we just watched Tron the other night, right? Uh-huh. So, like, I'm on my Tron bike. Uh-huh. Whee! Going off into the distance. Yes. So, like, there's my my line of light okay. on my Tron bike. Yep. And, like, I, oh, I'm just traveling by myself in the darkness. Oh, that's sad. 
<laughs> or like I, I'm aimless. I don't know where I'm going. Okay. I'm just trying not to get turned around and touch my Tron light. So sure. I explode. Right. You know? Fair. Yeah. So don't I'm do that. out in the dark all by myself on my Tron bike uh-huh. with a green light because I like green's my favorite color. Wow. You're really going to stand out in Tron world. Well, it's like blue or yellow. Are you a baddie or a goodie? You're a blend of both. I'm a greenie. Right. Wee on my green bike. Uh-huh. And then like, oh, no, I'm on myself. Do-do-do. And then like, oh, look, here you come on your purple Tron bike because that's your favorite color. Uh-huh. And then like we're going together. Yeah. And sometimes it's like, I'm going to go this way. And you're like, hey, no, we're, we're going over here still. And I'm like, oh, okay. And then my Tron bike comes back. You know what I mean? Sure. So it's like. <laughs> so you're saying I'm your guiding Tron light? Yeah. Okay. Like we have somewhere to go together. Okay. I don't know where that is. I don't know either. See, but like <laughs> I got so lost in on my Tron bike yeah. metaphor that I kind of forgot what the original question was. <laughs> what I changed in you to make you not that person. Oh, yeah. So I say that, I guess. I guess that's not really changing, but like we've kind of like gone together on things. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I feel like I'm more introspective now. Like I like before I was like, oh, if I hurt your feelings, don't be a pussy. They're your feelings. Yeah. No, like I'm fine. Right. Like you're hurt. That's not my problem. But it was like, I feel like I care more now about like, what do I say and do and like how that affects other people. Mm-hmm. And I'm not, I guess I'm not so quick to like, I was a jealous person back then. Mm-hmm. I mean, I've obviously jealousy is like a normal Sure. Emotion, but it's like I'm not as jealous as I was. Definitely not even close to how I was before. Yeah. There was something else too, but now I just don't remember what it but was. I, but yeah, I mean, just the jealousy thing. I think you're you feel most jealous when you're most insecure in your relationship. Mm, I remember. And I think when you feel like you've got like a really great bond and a lot of trust between each other, that it's like, what do you need to be jealous? Like you're you're. If you know that you're being open and honest with each other and you're there's nothing to hide, then it's like, well, why would I be jealous of them? Like I think the perfect example is like the times that you've gone out with your friends and they would comment on like oh, your husband's okay, like you mm-hmm. going out and it's like why would I care if you go out? Like I'm assuming that you're behaving yourself because you're a goddamn adult mm-hmm. and you're in a committed relationship and if that's not the case then you shouldn't be in a committed relationship because i think the insecurity part's huge because it's like especially like i mean god we've been together forever at this point but it's like i can i know now like when you like snip at me or like i can tell when you're annoyed and it's like it's okay you're not annoyed at me you're annoyed at typically whatever the situation right and it's like I can't, I don't take it personally. I try not to anyway. When you like snap at me, it's like, it's okay. He's not mad at me. Right. Like he's pissed off at Franklin because he peed in his bed again or, you know, right. whatever. Yeah. And it's like, I feel like that's come a long way because before it'd be like, you know, person X or Y or whoever, uh-huh. like, said something smart to me. And it's like, oh, hell no. <laughs> And then, like, I get a little... Bring your boys. Yeah. Yeah. Triangle formation. I was going to fight some guy at Cold Stone. (laughs) That was sun. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. 
But yeah, I don't think it's magical to me that we just kind of like started talking and then it just worked. Yeah. I I think if there's any example of luck in the whole world, mm-hmm. I feel like our relationship is so much of that, at least to me. Franklin just disappeared somewhere. Yeah, he went on the other side of the basement. Um, Because it, it literally was like right place, right yeah. time, taking the right amount of risk. I mean, for me, right? Had I, I think, had I not initiated a conversation, we would have never spoken. Oh, no. Because I, like, I didn't even see you outside. Well, not only that, but I mean, like, you were also loosely in a relationship <laughs> at that point. Yeah. And, you know, I was loosely talking to another female at that time, you know, so it's like we both had things going on and it was just like, yeah, she's a cute redheaded girl with tattoos. I'm there for it, you know, and, but I just think it was, it was totally just a a literal aligning of the stars Mm -hmm. and things just working out. How do you think that you've changed? I, I have a. A purpose, I think, is probably the best way to put it. Like Your Tron I, bikes with my Tron bike. Yeah, I think <laughs> I think I found a Tron bike to ride beside my Tron bike, off into the great unknown, to the Frozen Two soundtrack the on, on our Tron bikes. Mm-hmm. Um, but like I, and, and I mean, it's very much like the stereotypical male, uh, like. Uh, part of the relationship is like being the provider. And I felt like with us, that's all I ever wanted was like, I want to make sure that she has everything she ever needs and she's happy. And I want that to be with me. And it was like, that was the drive. I mean, it's still to this day is the drive and purpose of everything Mm -hmm. I do. And I think without that, you know, like I've never been somebody that's been good by myself. Um, I mean, I was in a committed relationship from, you know, 16 until we met pretty much mm-hmm. of some kind or another, you know, like I was never one to like date around. I tried my like miniature hoe phase of like, I'm going to talk to like three or four girls at once. That's exhausting. Oh, you have no fucking idea especially when there's like nothing that comes of any of it. Like there was never any dates. There was never any like mm-hmm. physical interaction. It was just like conversation. You know how hard it is on a flip phone to text four different people mm-hmm. and make sure that you're maintaining the right conversation with the right person. That's I feel like that's the hard part about being a guy. Cause it's like as a woman, it's just like, I don't know. You just have guys talking to you and like, you don't have to, know do anything it's like they they, they're just there yeah yeah it was i don't know it was a strange time but like i uh i don't know if i if i think back to where i was when we started dating i was i was in an eight dollar an hour detailing job i probably would have just continued to detail because i liked that job Mm -hmm. um and i probably I don't I don't know that I would have ever like tried to find like a, a quote unquote career. I guess I wasn't even really trying to find one when I found it. Um I don't know if I would have ever gone to school. Um that was a big moment for us in the beginning mm-hmm. of our relationship was that conversation. Um 
but I, yeah, I mean, I, I think just in general, I, I would have played a lot more video games. Uh, I would have detailed a lot of cars and I probably would have like hung out with my friends until they found somebody, uh, they moved somewhere else, you know, what, like until I was just the third wheel in every Mm -hmm. interaction and then just been on my own because like I've never been good by myself, but I'm comfortable alone or at least I was, I'm not now, (laughs) but like, you know, I'm, I'm like chill being a homebody. Like I'm not somebody that goes to the club. I'm not somebody that needs to go and do like elaborate eccentric things to be happy. Like I'm cool. Just like turning on my computer and playing video games for a few hours. And I just, I think I'd be a lot more broke. I don't know if I'd be in debt because I might not have even ever gotten a credit card Mm -hmm. had we not started dating. Um, and you know, I don't know. I probably would have never started the Twitch channel. I, I wouldn't, I would have never tried to be creative because like who wants to take that risk without somebody supporting them? Um, I feel like you've, and maybe you were going to say it too, but I feel like you're more adventurous. Oh, a billion percent. Like even if it's not like doing things like with food. Oh, but even doing things like the hockey game that we went to would Uh have never done. I would have never gone camping in an RV camper van in Colorado. I would have, um, I, there's just so many things that we've done together that I would have never done. There's so many foods I would have never have tried. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what made me think of that was just recently on Facebook memories. It was like, I had made like a white chili and like different, like white Northern beans and chickpeas and all this crazy other stuff. And it was like celery and chickpeas and like, who is this man? Uh-huh. Like, cause you ate it yeah. and I think you liked it. I don't remember. But it was, you don't like beans, but it was beans. a lot of beans. Yeah. And I was like, oh, who is he? Yeah. So I think just in general, like you've, you've been gentle with me in like getting me to try new things. Like you were never, you have to do this. Like there was never ultimatums. There was never even expectations like of what would happen if I didn't do it. But it's like, I wanted to try those things Mm -hmm. because it was like, I could see how happy it made you to see me try things. Um, like going to new restaurants and stuff and yeah. Yeah. I mean, I probably would have continued to date people and tried to be like that love struck romantic boy, but like we've talked about, we've talked about a lot is like, it's hard to find somebody that you feel like you're on the same level with. Mm-hmm. Um, and I feel like that's where I would have struggled is like, I wouldn't have been able to find somebody that was, you know, emotionally available enough because that's happened to everybody in a relationship is like the two parties just aren't aligned on being emotionally available mm-hmm. for each other. Or, you know, this person's a lot more successful than I am, or, this person's a total fucking burnout. You know, it's like trying to find those stars to align again in some way. Like I'd still probably live with my, one of my parents or, you know, me and my brother would live together or something, Mm -hmm. you know, like I don't, who knows, but it would be a, it would be a much different 
life. Mm-hmm. And it's hard. It, it is almost impossible to imagine, you know, the Infinity Stones timeline where, yeah. you know, I don't send that Facebook message and we just never speak. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. I feel like it, it would be. It would it would be much World's worse. Different. It would, but it like I can only equate it to worse. Like there's no way that I can think of in my head that I am a better person today without having met you. Mm-hmm. And yeah, like I just wouldn't want to be here without you because you're my guiding light in the Tron cycle bike. It sounds stupid, but like if you picture it in your mind's eye, it's hey, like, yeah, that makes I'm total sense. I'm on it. I like it. You got to find someone to ride that Tron bike next to you. Yeah. And you don't have to be on the same bike. No. No, it's okay to be on separate bikes. What's that song? What's that song? I don't want you to walk in front of or behind me. I want you to walk beside me. It's a country song? Yeah. Sure. Strawberry one. <laughs> I think it's a country song. Some lady sings it. I don't know. I don't know what I'm talking about. Yeah, it's. I mean, I think the best part of our relationship is so much of it has been, um, fifty fifty. Mm-hmm. It's been it's been so balanced. Um, we could always rely on each other, which is so big. Like, and it's silly, but small little gestures like writing notes to each other or buying lunch randomly, you know, back when you worked in a retail job that I could like stop and visit and Mm -hmm. buy you lunch. Um, but like, we just have always wanted to be around each other. We, we've spent other than me being on work trips, we've spent every day together for, you know, 10 and a half years. Mm -hmm. Wow. I still like you. Yeah. I like you too. Good. Most of the time. I'll always love you. But only like me sometimes. But I like you like 99.9% of the time. Yeah. Yeah. And then there's like that 0.1% where I'm just like, I need to be over here for a little while because I'm annoyed. Normally it's because I am trying to annoy you, I think. Well, yeah. I would hope that it by this point you would know how to push those buttons just right. I'm kicking at you. Yeah. Because I'm feeling sassy. Yeah. It's that little bit of asshole shining back through. Uh-huh. It's that 20-year-old Lindsay going, let me out. She ain't gone. Let me out. No, she ain't gone. <laughs> I'm just, I just feel like I'm such such the awkward person that I don't, I don't know. I think I would have really struggled to. I just would have pushed everyone away. Yeah, I think I, and, you know, maybe that's the wrong way to think about it. Now we have a, a child, but like without you, I think I'd just be alone because I just don't think I would ever be truly happy. Mm-hmm. And who knows, maybe in the world of whatever, seven, eight billion people that are on the planet at this point, there's another one or two people somewhere. I mean, you gotta, that's a hard part <laughs> find them. But yeah, I don't know. I just, we got real lucky that we are where we are, and we had a, we had quite a few people tell us not to do it. Mm-hmm. 
that was a bad idea and glad that we didn't listen to any of those idiots yeah fuck those people i don't remember who they are anymore but fuck them fuck them fuck you and dump the ass dump the ass Ugh, that guy if they don't call you a queen dump the ass so yeah world was just a better place together because you know it gives you i think when you find that right person it's just easy it just is, is. yeah like you don't at least this is how it's worked for us uh-huh yeah, you know uh we are not relationship counselors you know take this advice with a grain of salt but like to feel like you constantly are working in a relationship. And that's not to say relationships don't take work because they do. You should be dating each other. You should be telling each other that they're attractive, that you love each Mm other, finding whatever your love language is and communicating through that love language. All of that stuff is important. But if you feel like you've gone through counseling or something like that and it still isn't clicking Mm -hmm. or you know, you're three days from your wedding day and you're like, you know what? I've never fucking liked this person. What are you doing? I knew someone like that. It was like a week before they were going to get married and they were like, I'm going to get a divorce. It's like, then why are you even getting married? Well, I mean, I think, you know, to air a little bit of our dirty laundry, I mean, it was the week of our wedding that we had probably one of the three biggest fights oh, that I can yeah, ever yeah. remember. And it was about kids. Uh-huh. Um, because at that point we were 25. Um, and I wasn't really sure that I wanted kids because I wasn't. Mm-hmm. And you very much were like, I don't want kids now, but I want kids at some point. And I'm like, well, I can't promise you that. Right. And it's like, well, we got to figure this the fuck out. Cause I'm saying forever in a few days, and if you don't match me on this, then it can't be forever. And we got through it after some, you know, hollering and screaming and airing out what we needed to say and finally coming to an understanding. And, you know, if we're honest, I wasn't real sure that I was ready to have kids until July of 2019, but we got there. Yeah, here we are. Yeah, and now she's awesome. Uh-huh. But it, it, there will be fights, but it shouldn't always be a fight. No. Like, I, I mean, how many times a year, because I feel like that's the only scale that we can really measure it on, do you think that we fight? I was gonna say one, but one also seems like too much. Yeah, I was a, I was thinking the same thing. One seems like too many. We have we bicker, but even that's not like I don't know. There are there are moments that you can tell that we're upset with each other, mm-hmm. but those go away pretty quick. Nothing lasts more than a day. No, because we try really, really, really hard. To never go to sleep angry. Uh-huh. That makes such a big difference. If you can figure it out before you close your eyes at night and you know that you're not going to wake up pissed off at each other, that makes such a big difference. Because then you don't carry it through another day. And Frank's being a real shithead. 
He's just pacing all over the place, and he's, like, chewing his feet. He's just being sus. He's being real fucking sus. <laughs> you need to vote him off the fucking ship. I do. Frank's the imposter. I think he is. But, yeah, I mean, it's it's just been easy. Uh-huh. I mean, air quotes easy, but, like, in the, I mean, all I have is the scale of relationships I had in high school, essentially. All of those were just like, I don't really want to be around this person. I don't want to spend time with them. I always wanted to spend time with you over spending time with my friends. Because I just liked being around you more. Mm-hmm. You're fun- you were funnier than they were. You understood my sense of humor. We liked all the same stuff. And it was just like, it was like being with, it is like being with my best friend. And so it's like, what do I need all those idiots for? Like. She's way cooler. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I I don't feel like your relationship should feel like it's a job. It shouldn't feel like a job. Should, you shouldn't have to fight for them or for the relationship. Because I remember that always being the thing. I mean, it's like I know high school relationships are different than like normal adult ones. Mm. But it was like. I always remember the fight would be like, you didn't fight for me or like I didn't fight for them or we didn't fight for the relationship. Yeah. It's like, but you shouldn't have to fight. You shouldn't have to fight for each other. And I know like the notebook will tell you otherwise, right? Like the whole point of that movie is that like they fucking hated each uh-huh. other, but they made it work until they were old and died in bed together. Um, you can get through anything. And it's like, yeah, but it, If you keep fighting. It's way easier to get through things together than to hit those roadblocks and still then have to fight each other. Mm -hmm. Because you need to know that you've always got an ally. And when stuff gets really tough, you can lean on the person beside you on your light bike because it's, you know, just acting a fool. And you're like, I need some help with my light bike. Like, let me help you maintain. Your light bike. Yeah. And I, yeah, high school relationships are a different world. And like, we've never dated as adults. Um, so I'm not sure what the dating scene looks like now in the world or what it's like to be a divorcee in your thirties, especially with kids mm-hmm. and trying to navigate all this shit. Cause that's like a whole nother realm of like, you know, you're integrating families together and, kids and all that kind of stuff i'm sure it's much stickier but yeah you got to find somebody that's on the same that's at the same level on the same kind of journey Mm -hmm. as you are because you know if they're way ahead of you or way behind you you're just always going to feel like you're you're not clicking together because you don't because i feel like even if you're in a long-term relationship now and you kind of you have that feeling in the pit of your stomach like this isn't it. Yeah. Like that's okay. I mean, you know, try to have a conversation and maybe work it out, maybe seek some counseling. Counseling, like a real yeah. counselor. Right. Or us. I mean, that's I mean, fine if you want to ask us, we'll give you advice. <laughs> Again, uh don't take it. But, but like I feel like the worst thing would be to stay in that relationship unhappy and then wake up all of a sudden <laughs> And be like that you missed out like all those missed opportunities or like 
you settled for so long and now yeah there was a uh, you know our favorite platform tiktok uh that talked about there's it, it's a i forget the name of it but there's a fallacy that people will tell themselves that because you've already put so much so much of x into something that you can't change course or or do something different right so like i've been in this relationship for 3 years already I might as well see it through because I've spent three years Mm -hmm. or like I've put $10,000 into this project or business or whatever. Well, I have to keep going and, or I've gone to school three times and I've not gotten a degree. I shouldn't go to school or whatever, or I, I should continue. I've, been in school for two years for this major. I'm not going to change my major because I've already got two years in where happiness is probably on the other side of that decision. I've been in this relationship for three years. I can appreciate the three years I've spent with that person, but we would be much happier apart. Mm-hmm. Um, I've spent two years on this degree already doing this major, but it's not what I want to do. I want to go do, I don't know, fucking pottery. So I'm going to go be a ceramics mm-hmm. major. Um, there, there are points that you have to make those tough decisions, but you can't look at it as like you have some kind of deficit in your life because of those decisions. Well, it's like, and sure you'll hurt their feelings. Your feelings will get hurt, Yeah, but it's like, that's temporary. And what's better is like cutting it off when it needs to be or letting it drag on for five more years. And you're both just miserable, miserable. And there's, I feel like those big changes are the the times where you will find the most personal growth too, mm-hmm. because it gives you that chance to evaluate. Okay, what didn't work? What didn't I like? You know, what's not going the way that I expect it to? And then what things can I do to change that in it's some your way? Personal cocoon. Yeah, hundred percent. And you'll bloom into a beautiful butterfly. Look, every once in a while, you're going to go through like 10 cocoons. It, it's not always the first cocoon before you're a beautiful butterfly. You're going to come out looking like the fat caterpillar from A Bug's Life with his tiny little butterfly Aww. wings. He was still beautiful and happy, but he wasn't quite fully a butterfly yet. Because that made me think. I was reading Hungry Little Caterpillar, Bert. Uh-huh. And I was like, oh, he was so fat. And then he became a beautiful butterfly. Yep. Yeah. Ate everything in sight. I did a salad, a salad cleanse, and then he was a butterfly. He yeah. was beautiful. Yeah. Damn, if only it were that easy. He never had to do anything ever again. Nope. He was just a butterfly mm-hmm. forever. And that's it. So, yeah, long story short, find your person. And it doesn't even have to be like a, a romantic relationship. Find your best friend that will have your back through stuff that you can lean on and rely on for stuff. Don't let them make decisions for you. No, get a dog. Get it. Hey, dogs are great. Cats are stupid. Don't get cats. Unless the cat acts like a dog. Just get a dog. Yeah. <laughs> get a dog and a cat. No, cats are stupid. Hairless cat. Nope. They're kind of ugly. Yeah, they're. But they're uh, sweet. Cats are dumb. That's fine. Frank's dumb, but we still have him. Well, that's true. Frank has pee pads on his bed. Calling him out. Oh shit! You're just gonna. Frank has a pee pad on his bed. Shit! You're just gonna call him out like that? He might have to get diapers soon. Oh my god, you guys! It's been bad. 
that could be a whole nother podcast uh, episode. I know Frank has already had an episode. He did. Damn. Well, both dogs are starting to have health issues again. So, you know, there might be another dog health update <laughs> coming very soon. What do people say about animals? They're like expensive little heartbreaks just waiting to happen. Oh, yeah. Or expensive tragedies. Expensive tragedies, I think, is the way that was. Damn, weird. that's true. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you you enter that relationship knowing that it will end uh, in a in just heartbreak. Yeah. You know, you, you anticipate most relationships lasting forever as mm-hmm. long as you can fathom. Yeah. Where you know that the life expectancy of your pet will never be as long as your life. Because mm-hmm. I had Rand. I mean, that's what I would where I'd be before if we weren't together. I'd still have Rand. He'd True. still be eating kibbles and bits and a fat little chunk of bean. But you wouldn't have Frank. No. Which is sometimes fine. I wouldn't have Frank either though. No. No one would have Frank. It's probably. Somebody would. Yeah, somebody would. He'd be their problem. <laughs> Little gremlin. Might have to go back and get the time stone and make that happen. Mm, he's so sweet sometimes, though. Yeah. Like when he was snuggling right before the podcast. Mm-hmm, little Sour Patch Kid. Anyway, yeah. Frank pees in his bed at night. Is that how we're wrapping up the podcast? <laughs> Frank pisses his bed. <laughs> he's you, a serial when, killer. When you, go to night, when you go to sleep at night, just think about... You're, you're snuggling in, you're getting comfortable. And just as you're getting comfortable, Frank is too. And he's just pissing uh, everywhere. Oh, shit. Yeah. Randy got a new bed that he's going to he pee all did. over. Oh, he bet if he pees on that bed, he is going out with the trash. That's a, such a nice bed for Rand. It looks like a couch cushion. It does. I walked past it in the bedroom and I was like, whoa, that looks like. I want to sit on it. You should. It's comfortable. <laughs> yeah, this took a hard like hard left turn to Doggy Town, but yeah, as it as normally it does. does yeah. yeah. Well, I'll just end it with I love you. I love you. I feel like we've had a lot of appreciation for each other this week. Yeah, I think we have too. Between us both being sick and taking care of each other at different times, uh-huh. and then. I feel like you've just fallen in love with me all over again today after buying Randy a dog bed. It was just so sweet. Randy got a bed. Frank got a bed. <coughs> they got some. Well, Randy got joint supplements. Frank has bladder health supplements. Dog food. It was an expensive trip to the dog store. Brother, it was $200. <laughs> That's not that bad. Oh, wait, no, you didn't buy dog food at the pet store. I did not buy dog food at the pet store. <laughs> I was like, that's 40 bucks by itself. You didn't buy that there. Nope. We bought that at the other store. No, nope. Randy's bed by itself was $80. Worth it. Frank's bed was $40, but it's just like a crate liner. Yeah. Um, And then pee pads. The supplements were pretty expensive, yeah, too. I thought they were. Um. But, you know, we're just trying to make sure that our old men can live comfortable lives through their golden mm-hmm. golden years. Is that what yeah. they Twilight years. Oh, that was golden years. Either Whatever. Or. They're old age. They're Edwin Cullen years. Uh-huh. They're Twilight years. Yep. They're on their Tron bikes, on our sidecars. Tron sidecars. Oh, little Tron sidecars. Yeah. What color would Frank's sidecar be? He looks good in blue. Okay. 
So we got blue, purple, and green. What mm-hmm. color? Randy's would be red, probably. I think his would be a white because he's an angel. He's so pure. He is pure. <laughs> America the Beautiful was written about Randy. Yeah. But if anyone says it wasn't, they can fucking fight me. I feel so passionate about that. You do. And on that bombshell. <laughs> Good night. <laughs> Good night. I got nothing for you. Good night. <laughs>